0: Welcome friends. This is Sheree Sims with Parenting for the Culture on the Black Love Podcast Network. So happy that you joined me here today. I would love to know how you're doing. If you were to ask me how I'm doing, I will tell you that I am exhausted. And I'm exhausted that that even has to be my answer. I wish I could say I'm doing wonderful, I feel good, but I feel exhausted and that's the truth. And I think a lot of us, if you're a parent listening in, you probably feel the same way. Even on a good day, we're exhausted. If you're not a parent listening in and you're listening because one day you want to have children or whatever reason you're listening for, you're probably experiencing the same thing. Adulthood can be exhausting. Um, But more recently, as you all know, I'm still in the midst of working out a new routine, new schedule with um, my father-in-law who is sick. And recently we have had a major... Development? I don't even know what to call it. Development sounds like a good thing, but it's not been a good thing. We've had a change in my daughter's eczema. So I have a four, I I have a six-year-old. She's my fourth daughter and she suffers from severe eczema. Now, if somebody mentioned eczema to me six years ago, I would have just thought itchy skin, no big problem. Her eczema is welting rashes, body bumps all over, swollen eyes, swollen cheeks, She scratches herself till she bleeds. We have to change sheets in the middle of the night because there's skin on them and blood on them. And I know that sounds so gross, but that is the reality of our situation. Every night before bed, we go through a routine where she has bath time. Uh, We put on all of her creams, make sure that we like lather the creams on because her body does not hold on to moisture like other people's body does. Then we have to wrap her legs in the areas where she scratches most. Um, Then we have to put socks over the wraps. And all of this is to try to like keep in the moisture, stop her from scratching the area and breaking open her skin. And while that works for a limited time, it literally only works for a few hours. So every night by about one or two in the morning, I'm woken up by the sound of her cries and they are the <laughs> saddest cries in the world. They're just these like mommy and these helpless cries and you can hear her scratching her skin. And so I have to go in at around one or two in the morning. We gotta get her out of the bed. I have to clean her off cause she has blood on her and skin on her. I've gotta change her bed sheets. We gotta re-moisturize, re-wrap. And then I sit there with her and like rub her back back to sleep. And we also, we always say affirmations. So even in the this period of time, like by this time, she has woken up because it's a big thing to take care of it. She's not half asleep, you know, just kind of rolling over. She has woken up and has to tend to her skin. So during this time, we also give thanks for her skin and what it does, and then affirm that her skin is healing, and we're going to find something that works. And We do this because at one point my daughter looked at me and she was like, mommy, I look like a monster because she had all these scars and rashes all over her skin. And it just broke my heart to hear my baby, who is one of the most beautiful children in the world, (laughs) to tell me that she looks like a monster. And another time she told me she looks like a freak, you know, so I wanted to make sure that we affirm her and that she affirms the, the truth. You know, you can have. A challenge and it can still be beautiful and I think a lot of us moms especially feel the same way. It's like we've got these stretch marks and maybe we have saggy tummies and we could look at it as like oh my God look at what has happened to my skin look at what pregnancy has done to my body or we could look at it as. Look at these children that my body has brought into the world. Look at these children that my body has fed. Look at these hands that have held these children. And so I try to kind of shift perspective with her so that we can honor her body and have gratitude for it so she can love it no matter what. But also we can, you know, affirm it and work towards better care and something better. I share this with you because I posted about this on my Instagram page. And really the motivation for my post was more about the fact that I get a lot of attention for having patience with children and people recognize that I have certain language that works with children or I have certain activities that are good for children to do and I know how to teach children how to read early on like I people see these things all these things happen in the day they happen on the street they happen in the classroom they see these they can honor me for them you know you can get recognitions for whatever in wherever space but there's so much of parenting that happens in the shadows and this is one of those things and even before my 6-year-old my second daughter who's now 10 she had severe food allergies and before we found out about her food allergies she was throwing up every single meal and so with her she was the baby that did not sleep in the crib she had to sleep next to me in the bed because i was always worried that she would choke on her own throw up and And that lasted for about, you know, two years until we figured out what was going on with her and how to start to solve it. And now, again, with my six-year-old, we're doing the same thing where there's just, like I said, I kind of call it shadow work. There's so much stuff that mothers, fathers, caregivers do in the middle of the night, in the middle of the day, but nobody sees about it. Maybe you're online and you're Googling what to do for your child or you're Googling how to you know find an enrichment program or whatever it is and these are things like we're not posting about it who's posting a reel of you searching google like we're just not doing that and who's taking their phone out in the middle of the night to document these illnesses and who's taking pictures of their kids when they're crying and by no means am i saying do that like during these times you want to be present so it's very hard to document it But it's not being documented. It's not being shown. And oftentimes it can feel very lonely. But the reality is I know that I'm not alone in this. I know that I'm not the only mom. If there was a 24-7 chat line Zoom call that I could hop onto, I bet anything that at any hour of the night that I had to wake up with a child, if I also logged into the Zoom, there would be other parents there waking up in the middle of the night doing something for a child somewhere in my... on my block, in my city, in my world. And us moms, we also don't really talk about it that much. Because on the one hand, we fear that if we talk about it, it's going to sound like a complaint. It's going to sound like we don't love motherhood. We think someone might judge us for complaining and saying that we're exhausted about it. And on the other hand, we don't do it to talk about it. We do it because we want best for our child and we love to love our child and we love to take care of our child and I won't speak for all parents but I know for myself there are certain things that I do for my children that I'm not necessarily going to speak about because I literally don't want praise for it it's very hard to explain not because praise is bad just because like it's so authentic and genuine to me that that is all I need All I need is the ability to take care of them, and that satisfies me. I don't need anything above that. But even still, when I'm taking care of my daughter in the middle of the night, when I'm rubbing her back to sleep as she's closing her eyes and fading, every night she looks at me, she rubs my arm back, and she says, Mommy, thank you for taking such good care of me. I love you. You're such a good mom. You take such good care of us. And for me, that is like a billion (laughs) dollars. It's just such a win to sit there in the dark with your child and have them see you, recognize you, appreciate you when you are caring for them in a way where you don't even need that from them. Like That's not something that you didn't do it for that thanks, for that praise, for the gratitude. You did it because you love to show up as a Caring mother or father, and you love to be there when your children are in pain and when they need you. And my oldest is 12 years old, but I imagine that to be true for a parent of a 50 year old. (laughs) That if you have a child who's grown and going through a divorce, you hope that they will call you. You hope that you can be there for them. So, you know, I kind of shared it because I appreciate her gratitude towards me. And There's so much work that so many of us do in the shadows, but we can still have opportunities to shed light in those shadows and kind of just honor one another and recognize one another and let each other know, like, we're not alone. (laughs) We're just in the shadows. You can't see the other mama or the other papa in the dark room with you also going through it, also heartbroken that their child is going through something Also, feeling out of control that there are no solutions. We don't see it, but we're all there together. And I think it's important to know that we're not alone. I think it's important to know that even when the recognition isn't outward and it's not verbal and there's no awards for it, like we are connected and we see each other. And if nobody else, like I see you, I know you're there, I know you're doing the work. And even in my post, I had somebody respond and say, like, I wish, I wish my mom had done this for me. My mom used to always just yell at me for scratching, and I would get in trouble for scratching, and she would pop me if I scratched until I stopped scratching. I wish she would have taken this kind of care of me. And I share that because a lot of us also do things that we feel like, well, this isn't phenomenal. I'm a parent. This is what I'm supposed to do. And yes, that might be true. You're a parent. You're supposed to love your child. You're supposed to take care of them. But the truth is also that not all parents do and not all parents do it with love and kindness and gentleness. And our children need that. And if you are doing that, like you're doing an amazing job. (laughs) I don't care what grades they're bringing home. I don't care how many tantrums they threw during the day. Like if you are doing your best and giving your all like you are doing an amazing job. I think that oftentimes we're looking to our child's behavior or our child's grades or our child's temperament or how they treat other people as indications that we, the parents, are doing a great job. And I want to share with you that I'm a, a part of a group of several professionals in different fields. All of us work with families in different ways. And one thing that we talked about recently was What is your job as the parent and what is not your job as the parent, right? And when you think about that, like, your job is to love your child. Your job is to model kindness to your child. Your job is to model organization to your child. Your job is to teach your child skills. Your job is to... That's my make dinner (laughs) alarm. (laughs) Your job is to make dinner. (laughs) Your job is to make sure that your children eat healthy. But if you give your child a healthy plate of food and they don't want to eat it, your job is not to shove the food in their mouth, make them chew, make them swallow and make them enjoy the meal that they just got right if you gave them the healthy food if you made sure that they were fed if you had to alter away from the meal that's on the table i know sometimes i'll make my child a plate of food and they don't want to eat it and i'm like well it's my job to make sure you eat like i guess we got to have a Pediasure shake tonight like i've done my job <laughs> if he didn't eat the chicken that i made i still did my job If I made sure that my children are getting to school, if I make sure they have the books, if I make sure they have the pencils, if I make sure that I'm available to support them with studying and reading and all these things, like I'm doing my job. If they are still not getting good grades, but I'm in communication with their teacher and I'm finding support, I'm doing my job. Like there's only so much as a parent that we can do. And then the rest really is on our tiny little humans, whether or not they're going to take the skills that we're giving them, the food that we're giving them, if they're going to learn to put in the discipline and the work to get things done and find success. And, you know, I, I think about that. I think about success. And as an educator, we talk about intrinsic motivation and ec- extrinsic motivation. And we often talk about how, as a society, we try to motivate children externally. Well, if you do this, I'll get you a reward. If you do this, I'll take you to the movies. And we are not really tapping into that intrinsic motivation. But back to my original story, when I think about what it is to be a mom, When I think about what motivates me to wake up every night at 2 a.m. and re-moisturize this child and re-wrap her and pray with her and reaffirm her and give thanks for her skin and rub her back to sleep, like all of that is intrinsically motivated by the fact that I love to love my children. I love my job. No matter how ugly it gets, changing sheets, dealing with bloody legs and dead skin is disgusting. And I'm saying that between me and you because I would not tell my daughter that because I don't want her to feel like any parts of her are disgusting. But we can all be honest here. Like, it's disgusting. It's not pretty. It's not fun. I hate waking up. I hate having interrupted sleep. Like, none of this is something that if someone gave me the option to do, like, I wouldn't do this because it sounds fun. But I am intrinsically motivated because I want to show up as that parent where my child can say thank you. You're such a good mom. Whether she says it or not, I want her to feel that. I intrinsically am motivated to show up and love my child and care for her. And so when I think about the success that we want our children to have, I want my children to have that same motivation because they're going to do plenty of things. I, I see it now where sometimes my children will Do something early in the morning that I didn't even know they did. I didn't ask them to do it. My children homeschool, so some days they can kind of adjust their own schedule. And there are mornings where they wake up at six in the morning, they'll set their own alarm. They wake up at six. Lord knows I don't wake up at six (laughs) since this pandemic. If I don't have to be to work at seven, seven thirty, and I don't have to get children to school by eight. I'm not waking up at nobody's six o'clock. I'm not one of those people that want to take a morning walk before the sun comes out. I know all the quotes and success lies in waking up early and the early bird gets the worm. That's not me. Okay. I like to sleep in late. Late is like 8 AM for somebody with six children. And I like to go to bed late. That's just how I operate. So anyways, my children, there are some mornings well they will set their own alarm, they'll wake up at six in the morning. And by the time I have like showered and put breakfast on the table and call them all, they'll come tell me like, mom, I already finished science and math for the day. And they don't get more reward, or more of a reward on that day. Like I don't have anything for them that they got their stuff done before breakfast. But they are happy, like they're so proud of themselves and they're so excited that they've just freed up time during their day and they love that feeling so much that they want to come back to it. And that feeling that they have is stronger than me saying, if you get this done, you can watch TV. And oftentimes when we have days where I'm like trying to motivate them by outward things, like it's a battle. We're spending so much time trying to bribe them, trying to convince them, trying to get them to do things. But when they have it within them, they just make moves. And the, the energy that they have in doing it is amazing. And so I, I just think about these things and like how humans operate, period. Whatever your job is, like whether your mom whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you're a teacher, there is shadow work in all of these jobs. Whether you're a child, like children have shadow work. I have seen my children in the middle of the night see that one of their siblings didn't have a blanket, and they'll go and get a blanket and put it on them. You know, I've woken up in the morning and seen that another child crawled into another child's bed. And then they tell me, oh, yeah, they had a nightmare last night. So they came and slept with me. So it's like my children are over here doing work in the shadows. And there are entrepreneurs who we see their final product, and it looks great. But we don't see when they helped an employee who just lost a baby, right? And these things happen. Like, There's so much that happens in the dark that nobody knows about. But our motivation to do that shadow work does not come from awards, nominations. It doesn't come from raises. It just comes from within for a desire to be a good, kind, productive person who makes a contribution to the people around them. And so when when we think about our children and getting them to do whatever, like, I really think that the key is getting them to adopt the goal. Like, we have goals for them, but how often do we check in with them? what What's your goal? What do you want out of this year? What would you like out of math? Like, you're taking math class, but what do you want to learn from it? I know your teachers are teaching you this, but what do you hope to do with math? Teaching them to adopt their own goals, teaching them to be so intrinsically motivated that even when they don't like the work, even when it's ugly, even when it's boring, like they're still motivated to do it. Um, and I think we can do this by creating positive experiences. Um, one of the things that I love to do in my school is just create a safe a safe space for children. whether you walk in and aesthetically see that our school kind of looks like a home like we strategically chose dark, hardwood floors. We strategically used colors that you might see in a home. Uh, We have plants around. We have all natural looking furniture. And part of that was very strategic because we wanted children to feel like I'm stepping into my home away from home so that they felt comfortable. You don't want to step into somewhere that looks like a hospital, which is what our school looked like when we first got the building, right? We had that hospital tile floor and I was like, no, (laughs) this isn't going to do it. I don't want the children that come through here to feel like they're in a waiting room waiting to go home and they have some things that they can do in the meantime before they get picked up. I want them to feel like they're home. And it worked. We had plenty of children who would get picked up at 6.01 when we closed at 6, still talking about, I don't want to leave. And they got dropped off at 7 a.m. Like they loved being there and they loved days that their parents were there. That's a huge way to get your children connected To their school experience it's like the more you can somehow invest yourself in the school community and I understand that schedules are hard so I'm not I'm not saying go be the classroom mom and volunteer you don't have to be at all the you know student parent teacher government meetings whatever they're called Um, you don't have to sit on any of the boards but if your school has an app where you can communicate with the teachers like communicate with the teachers All of this is a part of their school experience. So when you create these experiences for them that they fall in love with, they end up falling in love with the good and the bad. And I think we can say that with all the things that we are in love with or all the things that we do. And if you're living a life where you are not in love with the things you do, like here's your permission to change things up. You can. (laughs) I know it's easier said than done, but you can get creative and you can make the changes you need so that you can... Love the life that you live, the hard parts and the beautiful parts. I'm really here today because that's what's on my heart and what's on my mind. Uh, I started out telling you I'm exhausted. I mean, telling you that I'm exhausted. And this is part of the reason why it's like all that shadow work. But I also am comforted knowing that I'm not alone in the shadows. uh, And I hope that you know you're not alone in the shadows. Like I said, our children are in the shadows. Our parents are in the shadows. Your boss is in the shadows. Like we're all in there together doing the work. And you can shine a light on one another every now and then to let someone know like, hey, I see you. I know you're down here. But there are so many people in the shadows working hard, doing it for no other reason than they love you and they love to love you and they love to care for you and they love to show up. And they don't need you to know that they showed up, but they're there. And so for all my fellow shadow workers, like I see you, I'm shining a light on you. I'm thanking you for the work that you're doing, for the support you're giving to people seen and unseen. It's so important and it's so valuable. And I'm so grateful that all of us have this intrinsic motivation to continue to do it regardless of what the reward is for it all right my friends well my alarm on my phone keeps going off telling me to make dinner i think i told y'all i have to operate off of schedules and alarms otherwise things aren't getting done so i'm going to go run to start dinner to feed these six children and then to do my shadow work tonight and enjoy doing it and enjoy knowing that i'm not alone i hope you all have an amazing whatever time of day it is for you and i will catch you guys next time have a good one